You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction. You've got your feel-good sisters here, part of the feel-good nation, the feel-good people, the feel-good republic, the feel <laughs> empire, the empire, the feel-good tribe. I like it. It all feels good. And uh, we welcome you to the show. This is Ray. And this is Heather. And we're happy that you're here for another romp through the law of attraction. Perhaps like you've heard it before, but perhaps like you've never heard it before. We love to talk about the Abraham, specifically Abraham-Hicks.com, Esther Hicks, and all that those wonderful teachers tell us. So if you've heard of them, you're in the right place. If you haven't heard of them, good on you, in the right place. (laughs) Right place, right time for us to talk about all things law of attraction, but also just really how to live life more fully, more joyously, more to have more fun. And then even when the mm -hmm hits the fan, which it will, because we're on the planet, to not freak out, to not lose it. Actually, Heather was just talking about this a minute ago. The most wonderful thing about knowing what we know and what we're exploring here today is that even when it gets bad, it's not really that bad. Yeah, because it's all in perspective. And I feel like that place of us knowing who we are and that source has got our back no matter what, we can get through anything, any, any, anything. I love that. I love that. And we also love hearing from you all. We heard from a couple folks this week. It got some emails. You know who you are. Rock out. We love you. Thank you for emails. And we really love hearing how this information is working for you. So, yeah, email us, everydayattraction at, uh, what was it, gmail.com. Everyday. Yeah, at gmail.com. Anyway, our topic for today, for the podcast today, is you can't think your way to clarity from confusion. You just can't. There's no there there. You can't think your way. Now, the reason I wanted to kind of focus on that is a lot of us, even in the law of attraction world, who've been studying metaphysics or studying new thought or all this kind of stuff, we think that we can be in a pit and crawl ourselves out. And that's just so much the harder way to go. And and what our friends Abraham are telling us is that really the only way to get to clarity, uh, raise your hand if you love clarity. Oh, yeah, everyone loving the clarity is really to go back to zero, go back to the non thought, go back to the vortex, the void, the what what we experience oftentimes in meditation or when we're in a really good feel good flow 
go back to that set point, that higher vibration, and then move to clarity from there. And I know a lot of this is super fine tuning, isn't it? From the law of attraction perspective, it's it's really kind of getting into the nitty gritty. Well, yeah, because sometimes we don't know where we are because we're in our head so much, we can't really assess. And so I always think about our emotion being our vibration or our non-physical aspect. Um, and so it's really important to really be able to assess where we are vibrationally and without knowing we could think we're in a, in a great place, but really be living in our head in lack because every topic is two topics and there's the negative charge and the positive charge in every particle in the universe. It's really hard to know. Am I looking at the negative charge or the positive charge? I'm not quite sure unless we know how we feel. I love that. And there is this sort of power of the reset button that when we go into meditation, when we go into non-thought or when we get into a super yummy feel-good flow because on, on whatever topic we introduce, we there's a momentum and a vibration. You know, Abraham has been talking a lot about the fact that we humans would prefer a negative thought because there's momentum around it than no thought at all. And it's why they have been talking so much about meditation because it's true. We love momentum, whether it's good or bad. We kind of like the feeling of movement. And so oftentimes we're eating. If we're going to go river rafting, would you want to raft in a river that has some like um, rapids that's moving you quickly? Or would you want to barely notice that it's moving and wonder, have I stayed in the same place for the last three and a half hours? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of interesting. Again, it's antithetical in the sense that, or it's opposite of conventional thinking in that, all momentum is good. As long as you're moving, you're good. And that's not necessarily the case if you're moving in the direction you don't want to go, if you're moving toward what you don't want. It feels like momentum. And I think um, there's a mediocrity and an addiction to, hey, at least it's moving. But if right. it's not going into the direction you want it to go, you're not going to find clarity at the end of that confusion, that dumpster dive. There's no bottom there. You need to go to a neutral place. You need to go to um, a place of no thought, no movement, and start from there, a sort of mental ground zero. Whether that be in meditation or whether that be for you to focus on your dog or your cat or whatever it is that kind of gets you to, uh, you know, a non... Um, non-momentum place and it's kind of hard to put words on it because I think it is very individual on how we achieve that you know yeah for me it's channeling and I think that um it's the deepest form of meditation I've ever experienced but I don't think because the Abrahams don't teach channeling and it's not one of those things that most people think they know how to do even though everyone does it just takes a little time to figure it out I think they go with meditation because it's the most commonly um known understood and i and i like the fact that we say meditation and you know for you it's channeling for other people it might be surfing other you know you want to get to that place where it's just you can be there without being in that headspace um and trying to figure it out but from there and that's why they talk about the sort of precious moments you know after you come out of a session whether it be meditation or channeling or surfing um 
that you're you really want to listen because now you're in alignment now you're in the vibration where solutions and clarity can come and you want to be really clearly listening because that's where the magic happens folks that's where that's where you can bypass the the conventional standard wisdom of oh here are the 12 steps you need to take to get to that point oh no when you're in the magical place when you're in that in that feel good flow you'll jump right down you'll jump to 12 because you now have the entourage working for you. You now have the non-physical, the infinite wisdom. Let me tell you, that's a lot more productive place to create than in the trenches, chugging it out step after step after step, which is what I call the more conventional method. And I also want to say it's very much um, a patriarchal method too. It's what we've been taught. It's like, here are the 10 things you must do to get to where you want to go. And here are the things you must do. And I think a lot of us are waking up to newer technology, as I like to say, that says, oh, yeah. no, you know, there's another way. It doesn't have to be, you know, the um, the work hard method, even though a lot of us have come from and, you know, my dad was born during the Depression. So we come we have ancestors that are programming to us, you know, this work hard, work hard, work hard. But I know for me, you know, I was. I think it was like $80,000 in debt and I was living off of credit cards when I got into my divorce. So it's like my house was 200,000 upside down. Uh, couldn't sell it. I was about $80,000 in debt. I didn't have a job. My mom died. I got a divorce. My sister-in-law passed away all at one time. And I have had the tremendous opposite results and it happened so fast within a couple years. I'm like completely out of debt, have a new business. The housing market shifted. Um, I have my house as a rental, so I have new renters in this week. Um, just all different things going on, and it can happen fast and easy when we allow, when we surrender, when we let source support us. It doesn't have to take a long time. Yeah, it almost becomes like time and steps are irrelevant, and that's the, the serendipities that come into play. So if you're really working hard at Law of Attraction – we have great news. You can let go. You can release. You can surrender. But you need to be able to go to that non-momentum place to kind of go back to ground zero, to go back to that, you know, place where you can really begin to hear source and hear, go here, go there and get the whispers from the entourage, which to tell you, that's the most productive crew on the planet because they got everyone's phone number. And they, you know, they know where to go. And, and I just, but you have to trust. And we're going to talk a little bit. We're going to play a little bit of track from a recent Abraham workshop that talks about this idea. You've got to trust this process, which is the opposite of what the entire world is screaming at you. It's the opposite. They're telling you work harder, no pain, no gain. They're telling you the reason that it's not happening is because you're not focused enough or you're not working hard enough or you don't, you haven't made enough phone calls. And what we're saying is actually the truth is on the other side of that pancake where it's the ease and the flow and the aha moment. And that it's not like we're just sitting on the couch, but the action, the action is always inspired. It's inspired because you get that this action is delicious, not because it's going to get you somewhere. And the Abrahams talk a lot about this. The action is part of the fun. The movement is what you want to do, but it's not because, oh, this will get me there. Right. The getting there is a given. You're getting there. You just want to enjoy the journey. But it's amazing, like you said, how fast this can turn around. Things that look like catastrophic can simply turn around in a matter of um, days, weeks, hours. And I love the magical approach because of that. But it does take us 
deciding to let it all go. And well, and then the other piece too, is that we really can't give a crap what people think about us because I'm, I know that my whole life I was called crazy because I would always look at the bright side of things and see the, the silver lining and everything. But if you go in, like for instance, if I read um, one article on Facebook that has a link to a news, to some news or whatever, I'm like, no wonder why people are getting disease and having all these, um, you know, bad things happen to them because the news is just so intensely negative and I can feel myself getting sucked in in five seconds even when I know all this stuff. It's like we have to be willing to not watch the news, not let other people's um, opinions affect us. And, you know, we have to be a little bit thick-skinned, I guess, in a way, because this is not for the weak of heart. <laughs> yes, I agree with you. You do have to come apart for a while until you get your sea legs, and then you can look at the news and be like, wow, you're right. No matter, it's all kind of going upside down, because what we think about is what we get, and, and, and you don't want to think about that stuff. Um, one of the things I've been obsessed with lately is um, I, I downloaded an ebook by Jeanette Ma, who's the, the good, feel-good coach, good vibe coach, and... Um, called slacker manifesting and, and it's so fun and it's so good and it's totally abrahamish she's a big ape head and um i just love this this little ebook that's you know handful of pages but it really breaks down how to manifest and in a, a lazy quote-unquote lazy way i know a lot of people don't like that word but it's in a laid back let me put it that way a laid back way where the universe is doing the majority of the heavy lifting and i love it because it really is upsetting to uh, those of us who've who've done it the other way um, and it's so fun to watch what happens when you read the book and you're like, whoa, could that be true? And then when you start to practice it and you start to kind of do the slacker way and that's then the ease, the easy going and relaxing and it's got to come from joy. And suddenly when things start popping, things that you even forgot you wanted, they start popping in. You're totally sold. You're like, well, this is just the only way to go. And anyone else who does it any other way is crazy. And so anyway, so I recommend that ebook and, um, and the good vibe coach. She also has a, a podcast called LOA recon. That's a whole lot of fun. Um, but you know, again, it is the opposite of what we're thinking, but we need to trust this process, um, has, has its own magical way. And, uh, let me play a little bit from a recent workshop. This was actually for you, Abe heads, um, Asheville, North Carolina, Asheville 417, um, and around disc, disc, disc six, <laughs> we're going to play just a little bit, like to give you a little morsel and we'll, we'll talk more about this, um, this understanding. But again, this comes from abraham-hicks.com. We encourage you to go there, purchase everything they've ever done and go on every event that they offer. Okay, here we go. So I want to talk about trust and everything you just said about scratching the surface. You've just scratched the surface of the vortex. And there's so much there. And I have this experience where in the past, I used to work hard for things. And more recently, I just stopped and went, I don't need to work hard, it's there. And I am in a place of trust and I go to the void and I trust and I trust and I work on trust. What do you mean by the void? The void is the place for me where there's all possibility. All right. It's a quiet place, but it's not a void. No, no, it's a, okay, it's a quiet place. But the void has a lot of energy for me, the way I interpret it. Well, because it has a lot of momentum because there's no resistance. Mm. 
So then I'm living in my life, and there's things that happen, and I think I need to be intentional to channel. I know. And then the voice inside me says, no, relax. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) And this is a very good point in the seminar to have this conversation. How do you know when to pour on the juice, which is what intentionality is? Being intentional is focusing, and focusing will increase momentum. So you just got to be wise about it. Don't increase momentum when you're focused upon something unwanted, but do increase momentum when you're focused upon something wanted. But most people think that being intentional just means focus on whatever it is. So they weigh the pros and the cons and the pluses and the minuses, and they think that's intentional because they're really trying to think through it. They're trying to think their way out of it. And that's when we say, you can't get there from there because you're contradicting this thought with this thought and this thought with this thought and this thought and this thought. So that's why you want to go to that quiet place where you stop that silliness. And when you go to that quiet place, then who you really are and what you really want and what the strongest vibrational current of you then can be realized by you. Mm -hmm. And I trust then that what comes then... Trust is an interesting thing because trust or faith, this is our definition of trust. It's easy to believe what you're looking at. It happened. There's a car in my garage. I believe that. There's a chair that I'm sitting on. I believe that. I'm using my physical senses to interpret things, and I can see it, therefore I believe it. Wayne Dyer's book, Believe It and Then You'll See It, because most people are saying, I'll believe it when I see it. And he said, believe it and then you'll see it. And so, and it's easy to see it and then believe it, but to believe it and then see it, that requires some trust but we don't want you to trust for no reason we want you to trust because you've got tools that are giving you reason to trust we're asking you to trust that the manifestation will come because you can feel the clarity in the moment we're not asking you to base your trust on nothing we're asking you to align to the energy and feel it it's easy to trust when you start being willing to let trust be applied to what you're ready to receive. If you say, well, I've wanted this car, or I've wanted this maid, or I've wanted this whatever it is for all the time that I can remember, and it hasn't come, so I no longer trust it. Well, we say, if you could not need to see it, if you could focus your mind and feel a little better and then receive an impulse and then follow through with it. This process will make a believer out of you. Yummy stuff. I like this trusting in the energy. Trust in the energy. Yeah, it's not, I mean, I think it's easier said than done to trust, but then once you find your way there, it's so easy to stay. It's like you only need one thing to realize that you can trust. And really trust the emotion, which is what we've talked about forever and ever, right? If you're feeling good, trust that what's coming, you're going to really like. Trust that if you're in, even in a benign state where you're not feeling negative, you're not kind of feeling any anything at all, that you're an open vessel for high vibing ideas to come through. Trust in the feeling and the energy more so than what's shown up. And we really have to stop paying attention necessarily to what's already shown up in a lot of ways and stop taking score, which I think is 
a real energy suck, you know, like, oh, how am I going to get here from there? Right. Right. Well, and if we look at what's what's manifested already as an indicator of what's going to manifest, and then that can be a problem. It's kind of like trying to drive your car by looking at your rear view mirror instead of your, you know, your front, your windshield. <laughs> but I really liked the question that the person brought up in the hot seat was like, well, when do I just chill? And when do I focus with intention? And and I think it's an interesting question. And, and you know, Abraham said quite basically, when you feel good, you can, you can, you know, bring on the intention, but it might not be necessarily about what you're wanting. It could just be more focused on what feels good and allow that momentum to be enough. But it's an interesting question, right? When do you chill and when do you focus? And focus meaning stay focused on what you're, what you're on. Like, is that what they, what your definition of focus? Cause that word kind of confuses sometimes. Yeah. I think the idea is that, you know, we learn with this law of attraction stuff. It's like, I'm going to focus my intention. I'm going to focus my thoughts. I'm going to focus, you know, I'm going to get, I'm going to clear the decks. I'm not going to think anything that doesn't have this sort of intention. Um, and I'm going to pour my energy over it. And in a way there starts to be a striving and an overgiving in that. And I think we get tripped up because again, we think we're going to make it happen. Right. Um, and we get stuck in the specifics about the details instead of the feeling it's, it's, you know, I want this car and it looks like this and it smells like this and all these details. And then we get a car that's got a different color and it's like, oh, I didn't manifest anything good, you know? <laughs> exactly. And and then so I tend to go more with stop working so hard, even with the law of attraction. Like don't take the law of attraction principles and then bring them into the conventional system and work your ass off on them. You know, that's sort of not the intent. And it's certainly not where the magic is. The magic is in you know, letting go and, and being in that place of allowing not to say that, you know, sometimes focusing on something feels really good. And that's your intention. But if you're focusing on something in order to figure it out, that's clearly a flag on the play that you're working it and you're trying to make it happen. And that's something that you want to, you know, to kind of see and realize that you're now going against yourself, you know? Well, and I feel like it's just understanding how these principles work is we make it more difficult than it needs to be because it's actually very simple. And like they say, we don't turn on the law of attraction sometimes and turn it off other times. It's always an action just like the law of gravity is. It's just finding how to allow yourself to go with the flow within the system that already is all the time, all day long, every day. Exactly. And I love sort of the simplicity of Again, you've got to get yourself into the feel-good flow. Now, whether that means going and meditating and sort of forgetting everything so you can stop the negative momentum and, and then trying to wake up from that meditation and, and keep in the feel-good flow or you you do it consciously where you're no longer going to think about that situation that's no longer working. But it's always that benchmark is that the most, you know, the most powerful journey and the most exciting journey is the one that feels good. And so if it doesn't feel good to act and do something – then don't. And I think that's part of where the trust comes in. And you can really start cooking with gas on this is if you stop acting, unless it feels good. And I know everyone's like freaking out. But yeah, I gotta I gotta pay my bills. And I gotta I'm not saying that you don't, you know, make your bed. But if you start to move in the direction that 
you do your to-do list and you kind of put it aside and then you check in with source and then you watch for what they call the, you know, the inspiration. You watch for what's happening there. It's not some airy fairy stuff. This is the, the infinite universe whispering to you, go here, go there. And it may not make sense. You might get in, and, 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 you know, Esther's been talking about this constantly in a lot of the, or Abraham is, that what you're intended to do, what you're, what you're being um, inspired to do may not make any logical sense toward what you're getting to, but you have to trust it because this right. is not a linear movement. Right. And what, one of the things you and I were talking about earlier before we started to record was this piece about, um, knowing that we're going to come and go from the feel good flow and that the part that actually feels good is the merging, getting into alignment that feels good. But once we're in alignment for a while, it, we can't feel it anymore. It's, it's kind of like when you get into, um, room, when you get into room temp or body temperature water, you can't tell the difference between your water and your skin because you become one. It's like when you're happy all the time, you actually lose your sense of happiness because it just becomes what is and you don't actually feel happy anymore. <laughs> and you need the contrast to kind of like contrast. forget to yeah. remember. Right. So you have to do you have to go away from alignment to come back to alignment and the going out of alignment has become so fun for me. I was saying to you that um, I had this really most crazy week and it was probably one of the worst weeks I've had in a long time since all that other stuff I said that happened years ago. But I didn't really, I'm, I didn't really let myself get sucked into it. I'm like, wow, this is really huge contrast. So where can I feel like I'm going on vacation tomorrow? I'm like, this is going to be fun because that feel good flow vacation is going to be the best vacation ever. <laughs> I'm so excited to just sit and relax and enjoy. And that appreciation of the sitting and relaxing comes from the crazy of all the stuff that went down. And it's a, it's a positive, like every, that's part of our expansion. We can't expand without the contrast. So, you know, source says to us or says to me every day through the joyous ones, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for be, being willing to have these bodies, being willing to go up and down the vibrational scale, being willing to invite the variety because if it wasn't for the contrast, we wouldn't have, the universe would not be expanding it if it weren't for us as humans with physical bodies experiencing the contrast. So source is just so appreciative of our willingness to ride the, the roller coaster, to, to play the game. And it seems like the key to that is just awareness. Because if you are aware of where you are, you can shift. And, and it is that sort of awakening consciousness that if you're aware of where you are and you can make those conscious shifts and you can understand some of these principles, because when, when you when you bring awareness and you have the rules of the game, wow, it can really become a magical manifesting power vortex here. Um, not to throw a bunch of terms, <laughs> but... <laughs> You know, and as we come to the end of our time together, if this is something that resonates with you, this idea of easy breezy manifesting, and it's kind of antithetical to how most of us were told to do things or make things happen or get through the world. If you're interested in this, email me. I'm thinking about putting together a group call, kind of a group coaching call for people who are specifically interested in some of these principles of easy breezy manifesting. 
and um, and sort of shaking up some of these old conventional wisdoms of how we are powerful in the world and how things get made and come together. And so it's everydayattraction at gmail.com and just put in the subject line, easy breezy manifesting or something like that. Tell me you're interested. And then if this is something that feels good, we might move in that direction because it is fun to have you know, a group of us, a nation, a republic, an empire, uh, <laughs> name the term, um, reminding each other and reflecting back to each other what's possible, what's true, um, and how we can all be in the feel-good flow. So we thank you. And we thank you, Heather. Thank you, Heather, for being part of this journey. It's so fun to co-create with you and to get into the the reality bites part and then to move into the, the magic. And uh, I just adore mm-hmm. you. I adore you too. And I feel so blessed to have you in my life and how I, um, I manifested you from, um, a vibration first. And then you actually showed up in my life in, in like real touchy feely way. And thank you so much for the surprise birthday party you gave me. That was the best thing ever, ever, ever. And I just adore you. Oh, you're so welcome. Right back at you, sister. And as we like to say every week, there's only one thing to do and that is feel Feel good. good. We love you all. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world.